When it comes to syndications in the game of racing, Rob Slade has been at the forefront for more than a couple of decades now. He has been able to syndicate some of the champions of the sport working with some of the biggest stables in the land. And it's great to have Rob Slade here on Giddy Up on this Tuesday morning to have a chat about his journey and also his team that he's got currently. Um, hello to you, Rob. Thanks for your time, mate, here on Giddy Up. Good morning, Gareth. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. Geez, you've had a lot of success for a long time in this game. What's been the secret? Uh, yeah, I'm a bit of an old bugger at it now, aren't I? I've been yeah. there for 25 years, so time flies, doesn't it? <laughs> um, oh, look, I think you learn along the way. Like, I had some very good people teach me along the way, no doubt. You know, as in, I go back when I started, people like Colin Alderson and Ken Sweeney, and then, you know, of course, um, you know, for a decade or more with the Freedmans, and certainly you learn a lot from people and you you know you'd be a mug if you didn't take notice of the you know the people that are at the uh, the top level of the industry for sure along the way through so you then form your own sort of your own niche I guess and your own sort of likes and dislikes when you when you come to selecting horses and what you're looking for so uh, yeah you adapt that along the way and you were one of the first to have success in the syndication game have you been surprised with how popular it has become over the last five to six years especially even magic millions have their their own million-dollar syndication race these days. Yeah, exactly. It's certainly blossomed, hasn't it, which is terrific. You know, like it, anyone can get involved in a racehorse in this country. It's fantastic. Uh, you probably couldn't say that overseas. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're very fortunate in this country. You can be, you know, I've had people that are lawyers, solicitors, doctors, boiler makers, bricklayers, you name it. You know, so the whole gambit of um, anyone anyone that, you know, in this in this country can, can own a, a share in a horse or form a syndicate of mates and, and, you know, go in that way. So there's various forms where people can get involved. And uh, once they do, the, the bug bites for sure. So why racing, Rob, as well? Because you've had a lot of success in the commercial world and um, you've kicked plenty of goals there, but is it just the passion that keeps you coming back to this game? And not only that, you've you've been a wonderful, um, a wonderful contributor to a lot of the racing clubs based here in Victoria as well. Yeah, I guess, you look, I've always sort of followed the racing, even as, as a young bloke growing up, you know, Dad was a, Dad was a bricklayer and he, yeah. he, he wasn't a big punter or anything like that, but he, he used to enjoy the racing all the time. He'd, in the morning, get the scratchings and everything else, and we go to the races a bit, and, you know, I grew up <clears throat> playing cricket um, at quite a good level and footy at a good level and always kept an eye, probably kept the form guide in the sock, I'm not sure, but... Yeah. Um, Always kept a keen eye on the, on the, on the racing for sure, and uh, yeah, it's funny. Like uh, you know, I was formerly an accountant and everything else, and got involved in a couple of shares in horses through other syndicators at the time in the mid nineties, and it sort of fell into it from there. And uh, yeah, it's um, certainly when your passion becomes your occupation and your and your business, um, you're pretty blessed, I think, aren't you? Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, I love your colours there, the white with the the yellow and black and the the, the yellow stars on the sleeves. And when I think about um, Slade Bloodstock, I think about Alingi. What a journey she took you on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the colours certainly um, certainly stand out. They're easy to pick up in a race and... Certainly, most people know me. Know that I'm a mad tiger man and been yeah. pretty involved with the tigers for a long time. So they they certainly take on that that uh, that realm for sure. But yeah, look, she certainly put us on the map in the early 2000s. She was a freak and uh, great filly. Won four Group Ones, took over three and a half million, and um, 
And the first time Sheffield got defeated was in the Golden Slipper, which was a bit... The, 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 the owners and the horse didn't know where to go to the losing owners <laughs> in that day. So, um, but yeah, look, she was a terrific filly. We probably really, in, in, in essence, didn't see the very best of her, unfortunately. Uh, we only raced her for 16 months and then um, sold her, of course. And then she went to the States and won a Group 3 over there and Came back as a broodmare, and unfortunately, it wasn't very successful at start at all. But um, we had a uh, we had a fabulous journey with it, whether there were seven first time owners, and uh, yeah, it was just a ride and a half for sure. I think sometimes, like when you get a great horse, and there's people that are lucky enough to get a great horse, um, that it goes pretty quickly. And there's a lot of pressure that's been, in, I guess, that's involved in owning a horse like a Lingy. But um, sixteen months isn't a long time, and they're basically for many of us once in a lifetime um horse yeah spot on gareth and i must admit like it didn't it felt like a lifetime you know but it was you look back at it now it's just like a blur like yeah. it was you know it was only 16 months but it was extremely full-on if you get a if you get a champion two-year-old come through into their three-year-old year like those those two seasons if you like are just incredibly full-on and you know with everything let's um it's the racing it's the the excitement, it's the, you know, the owners and organising things for everyone. And yeah, it, it was a bit of a blur, but it was a fabulous blur. I said to someone, I said, it was like going to the races, it was like um, having an equine ATN. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you remember, uh, like, we're going through the sales period now. We just had the Magic Million sales on the Gold Coast. Do you remember um, inspecting Alingi and what you liked about her? Yeah, for sure. Look, we had a bit of a heads up there. I've, I've got a bit. We, um, Lee had the the previous um, horse out of the filly out of the mare, and that was that ended up being Slice of Paradise, which you probably remember at the yeah. time. So she, the, we went to the Melbourne Premier Sale in February, start of March, and, um, and we might have lost um, Rob there. We'll see if we can get him back on the line. Um, you there, mate? Yeah. You just yeah, just yeah, cut out there for a sec. Yeah, gotcha. Got me now? Yep. Yep. Continue on yeah. that story. Yeah, so we went to the Melbourne Premier Sale and um, Lee had the full sister uh, slice of paradise and uh, hadn't hadn't been named at that stage, but um, she had a jump out of Flemington and beat Rinky Dink quite easily and Rinky Dink come out and won the Maribyrnong trial. So so Lee said to us, he said, look, I think I've got a, a, a stakes horse in the previous filly that filly would fit inside this this yearling, you know. So, um, so yeah. From there, we had the heads up, and um, you know, eighty thousand dollars. She was a very cheap filly for sure. Yeah. Um, what about at, at the, the sales on the Gold Coast? You you found an exceedance colt. What did you like about that colt? Yeah. Well, I'm big rap for the stallion. I must admit, um, some of them went reasonably cheaply, which surprised me. I yeah. thought his progeny would have been. 200 grand plus typical first season sire on the Gold Coast, you know, but um, and some did make that money and, and more. But there were some opportunities to buy them. And look, I'd, his Coolmore win was staggering. I thought I couldn't wait to buy his his weanlings and then his yearlings, you know. So I think he's a, he's a tremendous prospect and he's a chance, obviously, of getting really nice, precocious two-year-olds um, to the track as well. So I would have thought he would have been extremely popular for people trying to gig towards the two-year-old race next year. Yeah, that was a star-studded lineup that year in the Coolmore, and Exceed has got the job done for D Dunn and and Team Hawk. So, is there opportunities to get involved in this cult? Yeah, for sure. Lee Friedman, we're training training yep. him on the Gold Coast for sure. So, anyone that's interested can jump on my website at slaybuzzstop.com.au or give me a call zero four one seven. 
0-800-736-865. And you're having so, much, having so much success as well with a couple of young boys who have got a pretty good pedigree in J.D. Hayes yeah, and Benny Hayes as well with Mimi's Award, who um, is a terrific, consistent mare, and here to shock as well that's been kicking some goals. Yeah, the boys are doing a terrific job, I've got to say. Um, ben and JD, you know, ben, ben and I have struck up a really good relationship and I couldn't speak more highly of the boys at the moment and their results are, are you know, are falling exactly in line with that. So we're a bit stiff on Saturday with here to shock. He had, um, yeah. he had heat stress, unfortunately, and uh, and the direction now has been to never ride him in front again. He needs, uh, he needs to follow a bum or two so he relaxes more in races and when he does, as we've seen, he finishes off terrifically. So, yeah. and as you mentioned, Mimi's award. She's come back really good. She's always been like a year behind. She's been quite a, a slight sort of mare. Um, this time she's rounded up. She looks fabulous, and, and Ben's over the moon with it. So, I think we're in for a pretty good preparation with her for sure. Now, exciting times, mate. So, if we want to get involved uh, with Slade Racing, just head to the website, and um, there's horses on offer there as well. So. Hopefully we can have a little bit of fun, mate. And um, this exceedance turns out as good as his old man. Yeah, my word, my word, exactly. If he's half as good, he'll be quite exciting, for yeah. sure. And you got the old band back in a way as well. Um, Slade Bloodstock and Lee Friedman. How is Lee going? He'd ha- he would have interesting um, voice, where the, the voice messages to, to tell you how your horses are going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always entertaining. Yeah, yep. that's right. Yeah, and you just got to ask him. He's always entertaining. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, no, no, we... We've had a good relationship for a long time, and he's uh, no, he's um, he's been back at the Gold Coast only eighteen months, and he's really starting to kick some goals now. It takes time, but you know, you don't start come back from Singapore and and take off like a rocket. But he's um, he's getting getting the figures together at Queensland at the moment, and certainly he's getting some really nice stock in. So no, no, <clears throat> I think we'll see see pretty good results there at the Friedman Stable over the next twelve months going forward. Good on you, Rob. Thanks for your time. We appreciate it, mate. Anytime, Gareth. There's Rob Slade from Slade Bloodstock. He's been a superstar in that part of the game. Um, terrific with his owners. Wonderful Bloodstock man. Um, teams up with the right trainers and gets results.